0: hey what's up so this is a spanish raven podcast um yeah i'm recording it i had originally recorded this episode this morning but man i was so fucking out of it the sun was killing me it was the first thing i did when i woke up i I got in a car and i fucking drove um i think it was a fremont i don't know the area too well um but i think it was the other part of fremont yeah, it had to be. Yeah, so I did that. And I was talking for like 30 to 40 minutes, man. And, um, yeah, the sun was just killing me. It's making me stupid. <laughs> and I, I fucking, I was just going, I was just blowing through fucking topics. I was like, yada, yada, yada. And, um, yeah, fucking. And I mean, it was cool, but I just, I just didn't feel the vibe and shit my bad um yeah it just wasn't what I, I I was feeling and so i was like fuck you know what let me do it at night when it's cooled down because man i fucking i fucking die in hot weather i mean it's cool it's nice you know It reminds you of summer you know uh fucking go play water balloons and shit like that i guess <laughs> but and you know you get the females out and shit but Man, when when the sun comes out, I am just so fucking stupid. And like it like it, it short circuits my wires and shit. Nigga, what is you doing? Don't park by me. Okay, cool. Fuck, dog. <sighs> I mean, it's a popping place, but everyone's equally away from each other, which is cool. But goddamn. Um, yeah, I got, got a lot more, I feel like I got a lot more energy than I did earlier today, which is cool and solid. So, uh, I'm gonna try to go over the stuff I talked about <laughs> earlier, but it's all solid. It's all good. Um, you know what I've been feeling lately though, is, uh, pupusas. has been, uh, it's been my mind for about two minutes. <laughs> uh, uh But yeah I was coming down to Marina Fucking uh I seen a, a papusa place and I was like damn I feel like having one And it reminded me of the one on Hayward and, and the one on Mission And I'm like you know what Fuck that sounds hella good I wonder if they're even open Um I'm not gonna go to them right now but That shit sounds good It also sounds hella greasy as fuck though I ain't gonna lie Um Yeah You know I'm so glad um, The reason I got put on to papusas Is because um, I had joined a wrestling team Uh, Man I love that time Uh, Senior year Hold on Cool Okay Uh, But yeah senior year um, joined a wrestling team, lasted for maybe a month, never had any, any, uh, competitors, fucking, the coach that was supposed to do it, fell through, decided just to coach volleyball like usual, um, it sucks, man, that was, that was a real, uh, it wasn't regret, because I went for it, it's just that the, the club got shut down and, and all that, but, Man, it was a it was a good moment. It was a good bonding experience. And uh well basically one of the females the sister I don't know if she was a coach she wasn't a coach, but assistant coach I guess. But uh anyways. Uh she was giving everyone nicknames and shit. Yeah, within the within the uh within the team and shit. And uh she named me uh she gave me a papusa name. And I was like, uh, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I had no idea what the fuck that was. And she's like, it's like a Salvadorian food and shit, you know? It's like, it's how, it's how, like, um, I forget how she even said it, but basically I took it as a cool, it was a good thing. And fuck, like, took me a year or two later and then I tried one, man. Fucking blown by it. Shit was tight. Um... Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what what I've been doing lately. Uh, I've been on YouTube. YouTube, I fuck, I fucking stay on YouTube too much. I think, I think if I had an addiction right now, it'd be too much fucking YouTube. You know, I go there for a podcast listen to podcasts and shit. <sighs> fuck nigga, <sighs> I can never. <laughs> I can never be out of the vicinity of niggas just looking at me, bro. I got these dumbass young niggas opening some Coronas, chilling by the rocks instead of in their fucking cars. I low-key feel like a Heineken. I always wanted to try the Heineken... uh, the zero percent alcohol and shit that shit sound cool um what was i saying fuck goddamn fuck boys oh um youtube yeah uh yeah lately i just been um off i've been i've been interested in fucking uh these uh covert safes for um firearms and shit like i had a uh, i was seeing a top 10 list of uh, firearm safes and like they had these like nice ass safes under the bed um you can customize it to be under the bed or um under the couch under the cushions and shit you just have to have your keys and unlock the two locks on it and it's spring and it's a it's a spring release But make your whole like 30, 35 rifles and, like, close to 80 handguns. Shit was tight. (sighs) Fucking. I swear, God, every time I see niggas not minding their own business, it gets me (laughs) fucking. I fucking get annoyed. And it just gets me fucking. I don't fight a lot, but goddamn, it bothers me so much. I think, I think, uh, deep down is because, um, I grew up in a house where, uh, my brother's dad, he, uh, he was always secretive of shit. Usually because he was, I guess, a secret person, but he usually was cheating on my moms and shit like that. <laughs> my bad, got real, 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 real right now. But, uh, yeah with multiple women and shit like that and i mean my mom was a side chick so it's not it's not you know without it's her fault too but uh basically yeah he was always secretive and shit didn't watch you to come in his room without him like knowing of it and uh yeah i think subconsciously i picked it up like uh he never liked when people listen to his phone calls he would always, always take his he would always take his phone calls to the room and uh yeah, that'd usually be when he'd be calling his wife at at their house and shit, and later on that would be when he'd be calling his his girlfriend that he had on the side of my mom's and his wife um but yeah, that's kinda you know. I just don't like people knowing my business and shit or like trying to intrude and stare and shit it makes me uncomfortable and makes me annoyed and mad as hell. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get past that ever. And, I mean, that's not bad quality, but at the same time, it's just like. <sighs> it's never been a toxic quality. I always know what I always knew what it was and what it is. And I've learned to manage it. Um, but yeah I, I guess it gives me some Me, myself Some knowledge of personal boundaries And like when I'm giving other people Personal boundaries and shit Like I'd be like I'd be uh I'd be concerned for other people like Yo what you doing on your phone that loud and shit Like you trying to have other people hear Your conversation and shit But well, shit I don't even know Niggas don't care Um, Depending on the subject and shit And they might not even realize it. But. It's not a big issue. It's just it's just always something that I'm. It's a pet peeve I guess. Of mine. Uh. Shit. Fucking. I feel like I go on a tangent about this. Every fucking episode or so. Uh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at safes and shit. And um. There's this one one the dope safes Well, there's a few. There's a there's a mirror one where it's just like they install it in the wall, and uh... it looks like it's a regular mirror. And but you you slide the door the mirror to the left or right, and it just has everything set up right there. Everything's all solid. You know your gun rack and then your your shelves and shit. Oh shit, that was weird. Um there's also this fucking shelf it's a heavy duty looking shelf They comes a different like four or five different kinds of design oh shit designs for the shelves and uh yeah a like you use a magnet and uh or or a rfid chip card like a card that you just like slide it across the shelf at a certain point and it unlocks the Bottom of the dresser, the the uh, shelf, and right inside is a foam. They give you like a foam um, piece where you can cut out the shape of your phone. I mean your uh fo- <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. You the end of the, god damn it, god damn it. They give you a piece of foam inside to where you can cut out the shape of your gun, your magazines, or whatever else you want to put inside. it god damn why was that hard to say um so fucking uh i want to give me one i want to give me some of that stuff when i have my own place that should be nice you know i could have stashes everywhere not that i'm paranoid or anything it's just i find that shit cool like shit if i got money i would buy a cool looking house like a solid place but i'd have some secret passages bro I've always been fascinated with secret page- passages in houses. But I wouldn't make them look as scary as fuck, though, bro. Because cause i I'd fucking freak myself out, bro. If I was in those tunnels and shit or walking through, like, during the night, I'd be creeping myself out in this big-ass house, wondering if fucking I'm going to create my own apparition in that fucking house. And... um yeah, I just I just wanted it to be something cool and shit. But I'd also wanted to be a place where I stash personal items or other guns within those secret places or fucking uh escape route, like an alternative escape route in case, you know shit ever happens inside the house I can escape, obviously. But uh what's that say? Oh uh, there would be places where like I can get out too. Not no panic room where like once I close the door I'm locked in until someone has to come for me. Cause uh I'm probably end up dead like that, bro. Uh I'd like to be there's some button or code or some other way to get out of that room. Yeah, so but besides that, yeah, I was just looking at secret compartments and shit. It's been dope. Um also, annoyingly, but it's fucking dope. I've been into Bruno Mars's music again, um, specifically his last album, The Twenty Four K Magic. Man, that's a good ass album. I've been vibing out to uh, finesse with Cardi B a lot. Chunky, Chunky is my favorite song off the album. That shit's so fucking dope. The fucking like old school like techno B or just. It's just or a pop B whatever, it's fucking dope. And um Man, I love the music video for Finesse though. That shit gets it it gets me pumped with excitement and dancing and shit. I think if I ever have the opportunity, I'd like to do something with Chris Brown and Bruno Mars, specifically Bruno Mars, where it's maybe like a song collab where they're singing shit yeah that'd be cool and all that but to do a video with them and then we're doing like a chill ass choreograph a choreographed (laughs) dance and shit we're just vibing now and shit feel feel into the song and then ah man like Bruno Mars his style is just like casual like bruh's going in when he he dances but it's like that smooth like I ain't trying but I'm trying you know like he don't even sweat um I'd love to do it with Chris Brown too. But, you know, I, I shit I'm not gonna be on this level, that nigga. That nigga be doing flips and fucking splits and shit. I'm like, I'm cool. But like Bruno, yeah, that shit. He be vibing out on his own shit. I love that. Um Yeah, I would want to do some shit like that with my music. Now I ain't trying to be no usher, you know, where fucking I'm dancing in every video and every song's a fucking you know dancing song and shit but but i think that'd be kind of unique and cool especially for a bay artist a rapper he throw he throws a little moves in here and there you know what i'm saying um that should just be fun too man i mean i've uh i've done shit in the past you know for like school just dancing and shit performances um that was a good time you know meeting friends people you usually didn't, you know, fuck with on, on a daily, and, uh, just coming from practice after school and shit like that, just dancing, getting your routines together, it was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, this reminds me of that one time fucking, uh, fucking Joel, you, you know what I'm talking about, I think you had to be there, uh, RJ, he fucking be trying to do backflips, trying to impress everyone, bruh, and, landed on his, he did backflip, but he landed on his
1: face. <laughs> oh, my shit. Oh, God, that shit fucking killed me. I was like, oh, I felt so bad for him, but I couldn't stop laughing, bro. I don't think I laughed. It showed, but I was fucking dying inside. That shit was so fucking horrible. <laughs> he felt this so fucking bad, too. God damn. <laughs> that shit. That shit killed me. I usually don't even, I haven't thought about that in years, bro. fuck. That shit killed me. <laughs> God. Oh, fuck, man. Ah, oh, that yeah. was shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> I fucking died. I gotta move on, bro. I can't be on this shit. This shit really about kill me for like forty minutes. Oh shit.
0: Um. But, yeah, it was a good fucking time. I forget what the fuck I was even talking about, but fuck. Uh, just remember that nigga falling. It reminds me of another time. <laughs> Joel was here, too. Uh, Fucking uh, my homie Joel. Me and him were walking on Halloween back in middle school days. And this is back when uh that, that Hawaiian place that used to be at Taco Bell was a Taco Bell place. And motherfucker was riding a bike. He fucking hit the gutter He fucking flipped forward And me and fucking my homie Joel Just fucking Just
1: fucking dying bro We just watched him do it and We didn't even help him up <laughs> That shit kill me Oh my god Oh shit Oh fuck bro
0: Oh man I forget what I was talking about Fuck oh. Shit. Well, let me see. I got some notes down here. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Did that oh shit. You know I can't. My bad. If them the shit's making noise. Um, I can't wait. I mean, I could wait. I've been waiting. Um, to take my bow back to the shop to get it fixed. <sighs> man, I don't know if I'm ever gonna have a, a good bow, man. I really fucked it up. The first time I did a dry fire, dry fire, a hella. It was a fucking rookie mistake. But since then I've been having problems. Hopefully this last one is the last one. Um I fucking did my normal routine. I didn't do nothing wrong these last few times where I had to get it repaired, but it's just after that dry fire happened, my bow was my bro my bow was just not the same. And so a lot of these complications came up uh like as a result of me doing that, not necessarily because I, I did something wrong at that precise moment but i was going through my routine getting ready for the shot pulled back the bow not even hard at all and fucking it uh it didn't snap but it fucking um i can't i can't hold i couldn't hold it it kind of uh i had to let i had to uh i didn't let it go but i brought the bowstring back to the to the home spot and that cable guard uh for my cables for my uh com- compound bow it fucking uh when i draw when i draw the bow back it fucking moves with the uh it moves with the uh cables in the bow so it's not like in a fixed position like it's supposed to be like the cable supposed to slide through the cable guard but instead the cable guard moves along with the cables and the bowstring and it just really fucks it up i think at this point i'm gonna have to replace it i know i'm gonna have to replace the cable guard but i think i might have to replace the cables as well as well and to be honest i'm not even at this point i feel like that's not that's cool mean, fuck it it might cost a little bit more like 200 or something And I mean, I'll be losing money, of course, because the whole overall price was a lot. But I just want a good ass bow again, and uh, it seems fair. I mean, fuck it. At this point, if it's gonna help, uh, you know, resolve the issue, then let's do it. Um, I got, I got, I got income right now, so it's cool. I could do it. Uh, But right now, for the most part, I'm just saving. Saving my money on the side I'm going to be investing I've been putting it off But within the last month or two It's been on my mind a lot A lot more than before So I'm pretty serious about it I just got I'm going to be going into Cryptocurrency And so uh, I'm going to try uh, Invest in some cryptocurrency So I'm gonna be trying to use this. Um, my homeboy was telling me about it. It's like this flash drive for cryptocurrencies that you use and you put on a computer, a personal computer that you don't do anything besides doing uh besides for that purpose because um you don't want any chances of viruses coming in and corrupting your flash drive and your computer and then giving them a potential chance of taking your money once you have some put away for, you know, some, put, some of it put away, but, uh, yeah, I'll be doing that, and then, besides that, during this quarantine, it's been solid, I've been writing music a lot, focusing on this project, I'm doing with Joel, um, I gotta, I don't know what it is, I, I'm really slow, overall, and it's hard for me to do multiple things at once cause it's not an excuse but like one of the reasons is I get a headache if I'm maybe I'm not used to it that's why I get a headache and it's, it's just like right now I'm getting a headache right now cause I keep talking but I, I wanted to finish this podcast I want to get this out but like doing multiple things just overwhelms the fuck out of me and I don't get high I don't drink um i mean i drink now after doing my two years sobriety i drink now for you know celebrations mainly and maybe once in a while for a drink like i'm kind of in a mode where like drinking should be used for celebrations you know like an event or a, you know you, you know something's happened in your life with friends and shit like it's it's a camarader, com camaraderie kind of event um yeah, so I don't have no release for all this tension or this build up You know. Air uh, uh archery was it, but like I said, my fucking bow's been down for a good month or two. Uh wanna go to the range, use my shotgun, but that's could be down. That's been down too since the virus. It's understandable. <coughs> but yeah, but once this uh Fucking things over. I'm, I want to go shoot some clay discs again. Did it for the first time. Man, I think like out of twenty shots, I got thirteen shooting a shotgun at some clay uh clay discs. That shit was nice. That shit was fun. Um, go do that again. Fucking. Uh, I have a couple things I want. I'm sure like everyone else have a couple things. Uh, a couple, a list set up of what they want to do when shit when shit gets back to normal. If it gets back to normal, and shit. Um, but yeah, it's fucking.
1: <sighs>
0: like one another thing I want to do is um go to see a chiropractor. Cause um, <laughs> I haven't get my back broken in, bro. Nah, but real talk, <laughs> real talk. I've always wanted to uh, do it. I've been getting in for last year, or so I've been getting into these chiropractic videos where they're just it's like a fucking montage of fucking um, niggas just getting their backs cracked. You know, hella loud. You know, full body crack. Um, like this dude in uh, New Mexico. Uh fuck I forgot his name, but he's like real famous now. Like for YouTube and shit. He does like UFC fighters, does actors and shit. Oh, uh Dr. Bo B E A U Hightower. Yeah, he's in over in Arizona or New Mexico. Um yeah, he has practice out there and bro like that shit just seems relaxing and cool 'cause I <laughs> I got issue with my fucking knee. <laughs> and shit, my fucking ankle like my right calf and ankle, when I'm exercising that shit is giving me so much pain because I have a certain part not at the top of my calf and not at the lower part of my calf or not at the middle of my calf just in between the middle part and the lower part of my calf there's a muscle that I don't know what it is, it feels like it's pulling in a different direction than the rest of my muscle. It sounds weird, but that's the best explanation I can give you. And um, when I'm, like, I'm squatting or when I'm doing jumping jacks or jump rope, it's I can never put my full pressure on it because it feels weak. And, like, if, if if I put my full weight on it or I'm balancing the shit, like, <laughs> I'm going to fall, bro. And it worries me because I feel like it feels sensitive enough to where it could snap. Um but I always take it easy, I always stretch like fifteen, twenty minutes. Um I try to get the best stretch I can. I don't know the best stretches, but what I think the best stretch for a calf and all that. I don't have none of, I don't have that fucking um I sure get it. It's like a long tube thing, a foam tube that you kinda I see people at the gym just like roll their calves on it or they roll their bags lower back um, but yeah I'll be trying stretching that out as much as I can and uh, yeah I just I just you know it's it, all this all my pains like this is because I've been overweight for most of my life and so as a result I, th- I think overall I'm doing pretty good I stay active so that's not terrible if I wasn't active at all my body would be in way worse position Than it is now I think Like shit would be flabby as fuck I wouldn't have no kind of Posture Bones would be Feel fucking brittle But yeah Thankfully I've always been active I'm not bad For my weight But I'm, I'm You know I'm doing better Um when I'm working, I don't really, When the days I'm working, I don't really eat at all. Just drink water, energy drink, and then I have one meal at the end of the night. Um, the bad part is, that meal is around 11 o'clock. Um, that's when I, around the time I get home. Um, when I'm not working, I usually have three meals. Maybe, for sure, breakfast and dinner, lunch or whatever is kind of something light. Um, ah, oh, shit. I forgot to go to Walmart to get by some fruits and ju- ingredients for smoothies and shit. Fuck. Well, oh, I did that Friday. God damn it. I knew I was forgetting something. It's this goddamn heat. This heat's killing me, bro. Fuck. Um,. Yeah, I'm real happy with this podcast so far. Fucking feels so much natural than before. Um, yeah, Shit, let me see how how far I am and I am. Okay, about the same time, thirty minutes or so. Um. So I've also been listening. It's a good podcast. Um, this one called Flagrant Two It's by Andrew Schultz and um, Akash Singh, I believe. I gotta learn his name, but basically these two comedians over in New York and shit, um, fucking they just be chilling to homies and all that, and um, they be talking about mainly sports and just guy shit, which is cool, and uh you know stuff that's been happening around the country and all that. You know, normal shit. But uh, lately they've been watching I gotta watch it This documentary called The Last Dance It's about Michael Jordan No, it's mainly about The Chicago Bulls In the 80s, I believe 80s to maybe early 90s Or late 80s to mid 90s <clears throat> That era where they are just Dominating basketball And you know, it has a lot of Michael Jordan in Because you know, Michael Jordan Kind of was the star of the whole thing during that time period Along with other people like Dennis Rodman And stuff like that But something that there was interesting I wanted to talk about on here That they brought up was um, He was like you know People who achieve greatness Something they lose out on is Or the stuff that they give For the press of fame Is uh, their personal lives And you know they're saying how That fucking that fucking sucks if And if that's even worth it Um, and then they were comparing, like, in their eyes, which is, I think, is low-key true, um, you know, Michael Jordan is, you know, the greatest greatest of all time, but he always seems like his personal life, like, he's a huge gambling addict, but he just, his appearance, the way he just looks, it just seems sad and depressing, and, like, no one ever has, like, cool stories about him and shit like that he achieved all these great things but like on a personal level level it's like would you want to be this guy other than his accolades and his accomplishments on the court but off the court they're like you know what it's they're having a hard time saying if like when you reach that kind of success if it's worth it um then they went to comparing you know him to lebron how lebron james has a has a good uh has a good, uh, a good fix on it. Like he's like, he's like, I guess they're saying like people either consider him greater than Michael Jordan or second best. And they were saying that's not a bad option. Cause you know, second best he's his teammates love playing with him. They say, you know, he's a good guy. He's he ha- they have fun with him, you know, on the court, off the court, he's involved with his family. You know, he's doing a bunch of stuff, trying to achieve that Michael Jordan status, but he's still able to balance that work-life kind of thing. And then they also mentioned Kobe. Kobe was the same way. Like, anyone's story about Kobe was how hard he just practiced. He was always in the gym. Like, no one had any interesting stories about him. And, And they're like, it wasn't until he left basketball trying to create something outside of that, that people started to have good stories about him because he started becoming, he was, like, adapting, you know? He was becoming a a greater man outside of the court, and um, that's why everyone was cherishing him. You know, he was a family guy. Everyone was fucking with him tough, you know, and especially with his loss, everyone was just, like, overall, that guy, you know, might have been greater than Jordan on, like, all aspects and shit like that. Um, I mean, I'm not a big basketball fan, but I like watching it from time to time. Um, I was a Celtics fan briefly, uh, briefly in 2008. Unfortunately, I mean, basketball, my uncle was watching basketball that season tough. And I was watching it tough, you know, as well with him and, uh, the Celtics, I I think they haven't had not won championship or they hadn't won one in a long time. And, uh. I always root for the underdog, and man, they were just, like, killing it. They were, like, coming up and shit, and they ended I think that's the year they ended up winning it, and um, for, like, two, three years, not really watching basketball as tough, I was a Celtics fan on a low, but then I watched the game, and, uh, you know, completely different roster and shit, but they they seemed like they were kind of low-key bullying the other team and shit. Um, And I didn't really fuck with that. Like, I instantly was like, you know what? Your your team's not even cool cool with me anymore. Even though I didn't know who the players were on the 2008 roster or the season that they won. But it was just like, I wasn't bandwagon. I was bandwagoning it, but it wasn't like, how do you say? I wasn't doing it because they were winning. It was a story, and it was just... I got behind the movement, you know, and it was honest and sincere. But yeah, it just it just wasn't the same. And then you know, I'm always rooting for the. I'm not. I'm rooting for the Warriors, but it's like they're from my hometown. Not my hometown, but they're from the Bay. So like, part of me. is like let's go ro- Warriors. You know what I'm saying? I like. I, I want. I don't. I don't mind watching Warrior games and shit like that. But yeah. I wish I was more into hockey and basketball like that. But so far it's only like football and baseball. Giants and uh San Francisco Giants and uh Oakland Raiders. <clears throat> Man, I'm you know, I'm really glad I was able to fucking that's a real special moment of mine. Uh the Raiders last game of the season. Uh, two thousand and nineteen 2019 season was the last season in the Oakland Coliseum, the McAfee Stadium, or now the what was the O dot Coliseum, or whatever that website's called. Um, I was able to take uh, my uh, godson out to see a last home game for the Raiders against the Jaguars. Man. Uh, and I have, some, I have. It's cool. I have some pictures, you know. I was able to get a picture with us. <laughs> that nigga cannot. I swear to God, I'm so mad. This nigga, there's nothing wrong, but he cannot take a picture for his fucking life. This nigga gives the most awkward smiles and shit. I swear to God, bro. <sighs> but it's so fucking funny looking at back at him, bro. He is so not photogenic. Um, but yeah, I got. Uh, we watched the game. Got him some food and shit It's good ass game man Like it was tough but If you're a Raiders fan
1: <laughs> If you're a Raiders fan
0: You just understand how hard It is to be a Raiders fan Like nigga you know heartbreak If you're a Raiders fan Like man they get the let, They let the Jaguars beat them I forget what the score was But I think it was A touchdown or a field goal like, they had a chance to come back, and they they fucked it up. And honestly, overall, it had at the moment, it had a little bit, like, I was like, man, if they could have won this last game, it would have been everything, man. But I had a sour taste for, like, a few weeks. Now, looking back on it, it's, it was still a good memory. But, man, I, one thing I was mad about was that the Oakland, the Oakland fans was just not treating them well, bro. It was his last fucking game, and they were booing Carr. And it's like, nigga, it's like, okay, they lost. But this was a special moment. And y'all niggas is booing them out of the stadium? Like, what? It was not that bad. Not that bad. And it wasn't a blowout. And, like, they, I think a week before, they lost a chance to be in the Super Bowl. And so this game didn't mean much. But they were there. They were so close. And then you just got fucking, like, boo them out of the stadium, bro. That really annoyed the fuck out of me. It's like, no one of the niggas think horrible shit about us, bro. Like, you're treating our players fucking horrible. Like, they're fucking garbage, man. That really annoyed the fuck out of me. Um niggas was ripping seats off like the the seats off of chairs and shit it was fucking great trying to rip the banners off to take with them not just to defile the fucking stadium but yeah man i'm gonna miss that stadium i've seen so many games there yeah i can't stop being a raider fan i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna try to go to a season um, fuck I don't even know if they're gonna have a season this season. Um, I still think this coronavirus is gonna fucking push things back a lot more than what everyone else seems like it's gonna do. It seems like it's gonna take a lot more a lot more time I mean and they even projected it was gonna be another year or so, like scientists and shit like that not not Trump or people who try to get the economy back, but like legit legit scientists were like predicting it was gonna take a lot longer um but yeah i gotta go to the raider game i gotta check out the new stadium you know i was born a raider you know i'm gonna fucking die with die die as one but yeah i just love the silver and black bro i love watching the old tapes Championships, the the Raiders were just ruthless, and yeah, they were cheaters. But back in the old days when they first started, but hold oh no, on, man, it seemed like they were the first to do it, like as hardcore as they did. But goddamn, there's just something about them. It was beautiful the way they just held themselves. They were just ruthless and shit. <clears throat> it was like a by any means necessary kind of thing. Let's see Oh Yeah I forgot how I even got here But the whole greatness conversation man Let's God that's such a hard thing bro To have that much ambition and know It's like anyone chasing That dragon Chasing that dream Knows that they're going could be sacrificing a huge amount of things You know And it sucks it's horrible It's like that's the price of it It's like the ultimate sacrifice In a sense Um, depending on who you are, you know, if you're really just all about yourself or if you're legitimately trying to create a legacy for your family down the line, you know, it's a hard thing, you know? Um, I'm not sure if women understand it as much, but I feel like men understand that kind of sacrifice, not being their home. Unless women, I think, unless they've done it themselves, understand it, but like off top, any man. I think for the most part can understand having to sacrifice their time in order to reap the benefits for them and their family not being there and um, yeah your time has to go somewhere you know if you're lucky you're doing it in a career that you love and that you know it makes that time and that whole adventure getting there So much more sweeter, but if you're doing the old school corporate ladder climb, you're sacrificing time with the family in order to give your family a nice house, nice things, and all that. Oh man, it sucks! And later on, you might become the villain, quote unquote, because you weren't there, but it's like you won't, they won't understand it till it's too late. Or if they ever will, but like sometimes you have to not be the you. Know, you have to put time in in order, you know, in order to get what you want, and it's just kind of has me thinking like depending on how depending it, this all depends on the person if they're able to 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 find a way to. Uh, not cope but like to handle both work and and personal life and that shit's hard you know like i think i was watching an interview or not an interview but like one of his videos gary v gary v spends like maybe three hours at most with his kids and that's at night and then he just goes back to work you know it kind of sucks that that's the future you kind of look forward to but it all depends on how you Your mindset about it Like if you're going there and be like Fuck I gotta sacrifice this and that And all that Then it's gonna be terrible But if you're able to Understand why you're doing it And then Further appreciate The valuable time that you do have with them You know Even if it's doing nothing It's just like you're there with them That means something um, then You gotta be able to create what you wanna create uh, A solid legacy A solid foundation for them And the future generations um, Yeah I mean that's something I never On a side note That's something I never had like People have Like people I know Almost everyone it seems like has uh, How do you say a fucking connection to their past, their history, their culture, their lineage, but I've never had one, like, shit's been lost, you know, people who knew of the family's lineage and heritage, they passed, and no one cared to fucking learn it or pass it on, and then, you know, I think I'm fourth generation in, you know how shit goes by then. First generations are like a strong core of, uh, you know, core uh, foundations and principles. Seconds, even it's a little less, but it's solid there too. Third is where kind of trips, trickles a little bit, and fourth. But if you don't have, if you don't have a solid, solid family members passing on the lineage and the history of your family, then it becomes lost. Like, fucking. I got stories told from family that, you know, when I was younger, when I was a kid. But, I mean, stories like female, you know, female family members being kidnapped and killed, um, found in in rivers or whatever, just, like, you know, getting fucked up, Um, men dying at a young age, whether it's gang life or some other circumstances um had family member there's this is crazy story I don't know it's in the family but I don't know the connection fucking like um I guess this uh, lady our, our uh aunt, our distant relative was funky with her husband some shit popped off she and she had issues with the 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 with the guy's mom. Things popped off. She ended up killing her husband. And then. Feeding. Like grinding him up in some shit. And putting him in food. And feeding him to the mom. And she just sat there. And just enjoyed looking at, at her. While she ate her son. Unknowingly. And then she ended up dying because of it. Because you know. The bitch was like. You're eating your son. Da-da-da. And then yeah. It's. It, I don't know, it's, I have a need, but I don't, I want to, but I don't, I'm not in a spot in my life where I'm comfortable just talking about family and shit, you know, going over good times, and can you tell me the story about our family, it's just not, I'm just not that moment, because of how the way I was brought up, but um, these stories that was told like one time and all that. Depending on their impact, I remember them. Um, and you had family members, you know, who, you know, yeah, just died and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, like I feel as a person, you know, or even as a man, like have it's it's hard to explain, but you just feel empty. That you don't have a, a connection to your past or you don't celebrate it, especially being from, you know, I'm Spanish and Mexican. So like being from a culture where that's such an impact and that kind of cultivates, you know, your heritage, you know, your religion, your heritage, your who you are as a person, you know, with these uh, traditions and all this. But, like, not having none of that, it just kind of kind of makes you feel empty, you know? And uh, so at least for myself, I'm like, what am I doing this for, kind of? Because I'm not doing it. I'm doing it for myself, but it's just I'm not a narcissistic person or, like, it's all it got to be about me, you know, all that shit. But it's just. It's hard grasping a reason to do things, cause this might just be because I'm I, I'm depressed and suicidal. But like, I don't have a reason to do anything for. And if you hear interviews from the greats, they're like, you gotta do it for family. You gotta find a reason to do it for family or legacy, da da da, and all that. But it's it's hard because you're just like, well, I'm just. Like, I'm in the moment. Like, I'm here, then I'm not, you know? And, uh... Yeah. I think if I... My legacy would have to be... I've thought about it. and It would have to be... (laughs) I don't know how long I'm going to be here for. But... The minimal amount of legacy i want is just that i got out and i was starting to put back for my community not for the whole oh he got out and he did it for the community he, he gave it back to community type shit i don't really care about the whole the whole look of it but it would be nice to have places that i grew up around just touched up you know better buildings um I don't know people around my neighborhood. uh, Less than a handful. Just other than common faces. Common faces you see throughout the years. Working at certain stores and shit. But. To create. A better place. Without. Kicking its inhabitants out. I think that would be really solid. Like. um, Unfortunately it took Nipsey's death to make me realize that part of the legacy i wanted but like he had this corner store or this um this like lot full of stores and shit where he has his uh clothing store at and it's a lot and it's a lot similar to the lot i have near my place you know it has a liquor store indian store like clothing store uh has hoagie steaks the liquor store i'm talking about i the, the the guy who runs it and the indian clothing store his name is gill and so me and my family we've been there for generations and so we're like that's gills when we're we going to liquor store that's like we're going to gills um has a laundromat has uh, used to be a donut spot but oh and it has that fucking salvadorian food fuck fuck um but yeah it'd be it'd be really fucking dope to put some money into that little lot to you know fix up the parking spot make a better layout for the stores pay them money for as long as the renovations are being done so they don't have to worry about anything and it just has that and just have that lot fucking look fucking even more spectacular and then give them better appliances and shit like that. Like, that laundromat needs to fucking look better, bro. Shit's hella broken. You got shitty-ass employees who don't even know how to mop and sweep. <laughs> that shit annoys me. I swear to God, working for so long, especially working with young teenager teenagers, not young teenagers, but teenagers who don't know how to fucking wash a dish or mop or sweep or fucking clean. Oh, my God. That shit aggravates me. It's like, nigga, no one taught you? I don't know. Maybe it's the old ways. I used to sweep the backyard that was just stone. And you used to sweep the dust off of it. Like, and make sure that not single, like, it wasn't dusty at all. Like, it was smooth as fuck. I would spend, like, an hour or so just doing it. It would be meditative. But that's just me. Um... Hold on Let me see where I'm at Oh shit Your boy At 55 minute It's been a solid podcast Um I'm trying to think what else I have a f- I feel like I have a few more things to say But I don't want to cut it off too early Uh yeah, so giving back would be solid. would be nice. To um, do something with that lot, a holiday bowl, where well, the holiday bowl used to be, I don't know what the, there used to be a, a, I used to get my haircuts in the corner of the spot by the this Asian females. Um, fuck, it was like a, it was like a, it was like two shops right next to each other, hella away from the bowling alley, but in the same lot. It was, it was weird, but it was something special about, it's like Amy's, Amy, I mean, there's a lot of Asian places called Amy's, but why is that? Amy's not even a fucking Asian name, I don't think. That's weird, but, uh, yeah, do something with that lot, looks like the last year or two, they're, people coming in and look like they're gonna do something serious about that lot other than make fucking apartments and shit fuck dog i don't know i'm not solid you know when i get to that level i'll understand more but the whole gentrification thing in the city and uh, that whole outlook i've never been i never understood it as well as i feel like i should have like I said the way I grew up it was like you just caring for yourself honestly like no one taught me to have pride in where I come from I had to learn that shit myself you know that's something I hope to pass on to my kids Um, to have pride and and just be respectful and like some of the old school ways man yeah I used to think, this is a side note. I used to think I was always going to have a uh, a girl for my first kid. But lately, the last few years, I've been thinking I'm going to have a son. And I'm not going to live through that nigga because that's wrong. But man, like just becoming a better man for myself, it just feels like that kid is going to have so much solid tools and like just gems and just fucking... Life lessons being thrown at him. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna provide him with so much shit. Like he's gonna be a solid nigga. He's gonna be the best nigga that I never was, you know what I'm saying? Man. Part of me wishes to have a kid right now. Only so that they grow up, you guys know. With uh you guys my homies Joel and Devante, their kids, like that should be tight. But I don't know. I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen. I think the time by have by the time I have a kid, probably late mid to late forties, their kids probably gonna be babysitting my kids, that type of shit. It's gonna be crazy too though. But yeah, um, yeah. He's just gonna have a solid foundation. Huh. <sighs> My bad from being quiet I'm just looking over my list I have a bunch of stuff I didn't talk to Talk about But I mean that's always good I guess That's always good Can be for the ne- Move over to the next podcast Or shit but I'm trying to think if Something else On the theme where I've always been talking about Um Oh shit Um Honestly, I want to keep talking, but everything else I have, just, no. This nigga did not pull up right beside me. Oh, my God. I hate this nigga. Nigga, there's so many other parking spots. Oh, my God. I fucking... Okay, this is about to be the end of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, this was a solid one, but I don't want to ruin the ending. I had a good send-off. We got real, real at the end. And I'm proud of how this podcast came out. And so I'm going to just leave it like that. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'll s- not see you guys, but check you guys. Got- oh, fuck. Now check you guys out. God damn it. Talk to you guys later. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Fuck.